0: We all know credit scores count. They count when it comes to car loans, home mortgages, and now have even become a consideration for employment opportunities. (laughs) That never used to be. But now potential employers can check on potential employees' credit scores. The what- when, where, and especially the how on healthy credit will be visited today with our guest, Catherine Elliwitz. Catherine is the marketing and communication specialist at Green Path Financial Wellness. Green Path is a national nonprofit that for more than 60 years has advised on financially healthy lives through education, counseling, debt and credit management, student loans, home ownership, and foreclosure, eviction prevention. Catherine works directly with clients to cultivate success stories. Welcome, Catherine.
1: Hi, Mary. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being here. So this world of credit, building credit, what does it mean and how does it play a key role in our financial lives?
1: Credit is money that you're being lent, you know, with the agreement that you'll pay back. So basically, you know, it allows you to buy things or services, you know, before you have the money to purchase it in full. And when you're borrowing money from a bank or a financial institution, it isn't personal. Um, They don't necessarily have a personal relationship with you. So your credit score and your credit report gives them that information. Um, And having good credit is important for getting approved, you know, and getting favorable rates when you do get approved. Um, especially for major purchases like a home or a car. Because over a lifetime, you know, having good credit is really cost-saving um, and can open up some financial opportunities for you as well.
0: And you make a good point. Uh, I don't know that everybody realizes not only can your credit history affect Whether you get a loan or not, but actually the rate can fluctuate depending on how good it is. So you may still be able to get a loan for your car like everybody else, but your rate could be, you know, double, triple. I've seen it all go by over the years. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it really can cost you over time. Yeah.
0: So what's one way to build credit, um, you know, I, I know one of, one of the things is on-time payment, but what's your advice for making sure that happens? That A lot of people struggle with that.
1: You're right, that paying your bills on time consistently is the largest factor in a credit score. It's actually 35% of your score. Mm. Um, and so how do you make that happen, right? That's a big percentage. Uh, well, my biggest tip, you know, automate your payments, um, turn on that auto pay because that really helps you avoid those late fees and ensure that the payment is on time without you even having to think about it. Um, now, if you know you're gonna miss a due date, we recommend calling your credit card company or lender. Um, they might be able to work something out. They might even be able to move your due date with, for you. Um, so it's always worth exploring those options. And, and if you're falling behind consistently on your bills, we, we recommend you get support. You know, We aren't taught things like this in school. And so that's why nonprofits like Greenpath exist to help people understand their options. We're, we're here for you. You don't have to do it alone.
0: Those are great tips. I, I bet uh, the average bear may not know about negotiating with a credit card company or otherwise. So now would uh, Green Path have, help them actually do that
1: negotiation
0: or just give them the tools to do it on their own?
1: Yeah. We do have our our debt management program that we do work directly with your creditors um, on credit cards and things like that, different accounts. Um, So we we do do that. um, We do have that service. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: So credit utilization is another factor that influences credit scores. What is a good rule of thumb for how much revolving credit to use and what are some of the methods to keep utilization under that limit?
1: The amount of credit that you use, that's called credit utilization. Um, And that also affects your score. That's another huge percentage. 30% of your score is that credit utilization. Um, So we suggest using less than 30% of your available credit. Um, And so I'll give you an example. You know, if your credit limit is $10,000, to make it simple, um, and your balance is $9,000, that's, you know, that's 90% of your, you're utilizing your credit at 90%. So that's going to negatively impact your credit score. Um, so what we recommend is to know that dollar amount that's equivalent to 30% of your limit and stay under that. So, again, that example of $10,000 know, credit limit, you would want to try to keep your balance under $3,000. So, you know, once your spending hits that limit, we'd recommend, you know, stop using the credit card until the debt's paid down or paid in full. But of course, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um. So, <laughs> so again, that's where you know I recommend you're know, reaching out to a nonprofit that you trust, mm-hmm. you know, like Greenpath for support. And that's why we're here. Um. We can help you navigate that.
0: Another slippery slope. Credit card. You know, this can be good, bad, or ugly. It's using mm-hmm. that credit card is another way to build credit. But what would you tell a consumer about how to use? this to achieve their goal
1: we, we have a number of tips that we tell folks about credit cards so number one pay your bills on time or mm. earlier if possible and you're going to probably hear me say that a lot mary okay <laughs> pay your bills on time uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's a huge factor like we talked about early, earlier 35 um so and we also recommend you know pay more than the minimum or pay in full if you're if you're able to and if you can't afford to pay the minimum or you can't afford to pay in full, try your best to keep your balance under that 30%, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, if you get behind on monthly payments, contacting your creditors, communication is key. Um, Communicate rather than stay stay silent. Um, And again, get that support um, because you don't have to do this alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's really hard to navigate all of this, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, and you made a good point that they don't teach this in school. Some of the <laughs> some of the things they should teach you in school, they do not. I don't know how much I use uh physics, but I sure use my credit card, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> As a former math
0: teacher, I hear you. Okay. well, Sorry, I didn't mean to insult you, but I'm sorry. That's just, you know, American Express, Visa, they're like my best (laughs) friends. Now, let's talk about a credit mix, because having a good credit mix is another way to build credit. We hear this a lot, uh, Catherine, but, but we don't sometimes know how, what does a good credit mix look like and how should someone go about getting it
1: yeah i mean so here's another one of those factors popping up so the credit mix determines about 10 percent of your credit score Um, and this is really considering the types of accounts you have and how many of each you have Um, and it's an indication of how well you manage your credit so we recommend carrying a diverse range of credit accounts so Installment loans, like a car loan, student loan, mortgage, those are ones that you're paying every month. The payment stays the same every month. Then there's revolving credit, such as credit cards or home equity lines of credit, and those the payments change based on how much you're using the account. Um, so the ideal credit mix includes a, a blend of both of those things: revolving and installment credit. Mm-hmm. And you know, how do you go about doing that, right? <laughs> um, So one thing you can do, you can open a credit card, uh, you can open a secured credit card and pay your bills on time. I'm telling you again, Mary. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you don't have a vehicle loan or a mortgage for that installment loan, you can open a small personal loan or a secured loan. I do want to note, though, that payday loans or title loans do not count for this credit mix. Um, That wouldn't contribute positively to your credit mix.
0: So if someone is building credit from scratch, how long might it take to build a good credit score?
1: We, and we see that, right? We need to do that sometimes. It it can take about three to six months to establish that credit from scratch. Um, well that's not as bad as choices. I thought
0: it would be. You know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either. I um, thought and, you, you know, were going to say uh,
0: years, so
1: no it doesn't have to be years but it's it's not short we want to emphasize that it's not you know tomorrow snap of a finger that you can build your make a good credit score but it takes time um so you can make certain choices that you know build it faster like we talked about these tips that we've talked about the you know paying on time and the 30% utilization um and there are other things like uh credit builder loans or secured credit cards that can help you uh build that credit from scratch
0: what's a credit builder loan
1: yeah, that's a great question. So um, basically, it is a loan that gets held in a, uh, in a bank account, a savings account, and you make payments towards it. Um, and then when you've, when you've proven that you can make those consistent payments, right, that's what the banks want to know, that you can be consistent. Then at the end of that loan, you will get that money back. You, you will get that money plus the interest uh, over the term of the loan. So essentially you're you're making payments towards a savings account, <laughs> mm. um, but it helps you build your credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is there an interest involved in that though?
1: Yeah. The interest is what you would get back at the end. Um, so credit builder loan, the interest does accrue. It's typically a pretty low amount <laughs> of interest, but. But, again, it's, but it's, it's not like establish-
0: a loan loan where you're paying interest to have that money because it's a credit builder. Mm-hmm. You don't have that situation. Exactly. What's the best practice for applying for and using one of the uh, credit builder loans?
1: Yeah, um, well, it's it's again, it's going to be one of those things that is more valuable to you if you have low or, you know, no credit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be one of those things. It's They're typically not advertised. Um, but what I would recommend is, you know, going to your credit union, you know, some uh, financial institution like that, that you trust. We, you know, we partner with, you know, 500 credit unions. We we know and work with credit unions all the time. We know that they're a trusted source for our financial uh, journey. And so we that's what I would recommend, going to your credit union and asking about, you know, credit builder loan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a lot of
0: folks listening today. I think are gleaning great tips, but what Mm -hmm. if they've already gotten in a little bit of trouble? Let's say they've not heard this broadcast in time and perhaps (laughs) they've had to file for bankruptcy in the past. How long does it take to get that off your record? And can you ever recoup?
1: Yeah. And, and again, I want to stress, we we talk to clients um, every day that have similar situations. So you're not alone in that, you know, if, if you've gotten into that situation. And it's, and it's not your fault. In mean, many instances and circumstances can happen. Um, so we wanna stress that. We always do stress that with our clients, that it's not your fault and you're not alone in, in that situation. Um, and there's options for you. So your financial journey is a journey. Um, it's, it's, it, you can begin it and you can restart it at any time. So we wanna, we wanna stress that for sure. Um, that you have options. So you can start to, you know, rebuild your credit. You could take out a secured credit card. That's an option for you. Um, There's also things like a debt management plan that we have at Greenpath that can help you pay down your debt. Like if you're finding yourself in a lot of debt. Um, And to your question about bankruptcy, um, that can take some time to get off your your credit score and credit report, but again, you still have time to restart again Um, and it will fall off. It's about seven to 10 years, depending on the type of bankruptcy for it to fall off of your credit report. And in that time, you know, you can make some smart choices to, uh, to start again, you know, after your, your bankruptcy is uh, released, then you can start to make smart choices like a secure credit card or credit builder loan to build up some of those things again.
0: So when you say seven to 10 years and it falls off, what do you mean by falls off? Is it like completely wiped away and no one will ever see it on your record again? Or there's just not a red flag attached to your name? Or what do you mean by fall off? I, I'm trying to understand if it's just completely taken off your record. And as you go forward, you, you don't have to continue to fight this um, hindrance when it comes to loans or even rental. You know, some people won't even rent to you if you've had bankruptcy mm-hmm. in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it can, it really does impact your financial situation for some years. Um, you know, it, it again, it, it can kind of depend, um, you know, if you still have something on your credit report, like a mortgage or car loan or something like that, um, you can sometimes arrange that in a bankruptcy. Things like that will help your credit score over time. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a negative forever. Um, and to your point about it falling off, so your credit report is going to show your history um, and it will, you know, it will not impact your credit score after that seven to 10 years. Um, and and so, so yes, it, it, it's, it's really not impacting you anymore um, after that seven to 10 years.
0: But is it visible to like an employer? I mean, employees, uh, employers are even looking at credit scores now, before they hire somebody. So, I mean, is there a place somebody can go, whether it's, uh, you know, a person renting property to you or an employer that they'll see, okay, you know, 20 years ago or 12 years ago, you had bankruptcy on your record, or is it completely expunged, so to speak?
1: You know, Mary, that's a great question. I, I don't want to misspeak here. Um, because there are, you know, looking at a credit report, there are different records, right? Uh, Uh, public records are available for to you on your credit report. And so when someone pulls your credit report, certain public records will show and bankruptcy is one of them. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to misquote on whether it's completely fallen off, but, um, seven to 10 years, it's not going to be impacting you anymore for your credit score. It's not going to be, you know, calculated in, if that makes Mm
0: -hmm. sense. Okay. So it might be still be there on the record, but if your credit score is up, um, That's what that will, that's what will count. People will see, okay, you had this event happen to you, but now for the last 10 years, you've made your mortgage payment on time and your electric payment on time, et cetera. Sounds like what you're saying.
1: Yeah. You know, institutions, financial institutions want to see you're consistently making payments Mm -hmm. that you're a trustworthy borrower. That's the point of credit and your credit score. So yes, um, that's what they want to see.
0: Now, is there anything I haven't asked that you think we should still go over?
1: Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I do. You know. I do want to just make a quick some quick tips here that we didn't go over. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that a good tip is to look at your credit report. So, a lot of people don't realize that you can pull your credit report for free three times a year from each once from each of the credit bureaus. Um, So you can pull that credit report yourself and take a look at it. And a great idea is to look at that credit report and determine, you know, is there maybe some errors on there? That can happen. Um, And if you get rid of those errors and clear up those errors, that can really have a positive impact on your score. Um, So that's a tip that I definitely recommend. Um, And again, uh, I've said this a million times, you know, paying paying on time is another good one. Um, and we, I think we talked about authorized users or we, we should talk about authorized users. If, you know, you're struggling in that regard, you could uh, become an authorized user and that can impact your credit score and, and, and positively. Um, and then some other tips are, you know, getting, bills, getting credit for the bills that you do pay. So traditionally, rent, rep, rent is not reported on a credit score or credit report, but there are services that will report your rent. Um, same thing with utilities and phone bills; those aren't traditionally on your credit report, but that's a, you know consistent payments that can be added to your credit report to show that you're consistent um, and you're a trustworthy borrower.
0: How do you get those added finally, to your credit report?
1: That's a good question. Um, so there are several different rent reporting services um, that you can you can research them. But what I recommend is first going to your landlord your landlord may already work with a Rent Reporting Service, and then you know, they may pay part of the fees. There are fees associated with a Rent Reporting Service. Um, and so I recommend doing that research to find the total amount of fees that you would pay. Talk to your landlord first. If they don't work with a the service, then go and find um, the, the service that's gonna work best for you. Have the lowest fees and protect your data. Um, and then for utilities and phone bill, there's something called Experian Boost. Um, that, that can be factored into your Experian credit report. Um, and they will, they will report on your positive phone bills. You know, you pay your phone bill every month, get, that will get reported on your credit report. You have to sign up for these things, right? It's not automatically done. It's not traditionally put on your credit report. But these new services can be very helpful for folks that are starting to establish themselves or wanting to improve their credit.
0: So when you talk about the fees, can you give me a ballpark?
1: Yeah, um, I was just looking. At, you know, it can really vary. Um, you know, it can be like forty-five, ninety-five, you know, something like that for fees for a rent reporting service. Again, I would recommend doing your research. Talk to your landlord first. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to your landlord first to see. They may already partner with the service, and then they pay part of the fees.
0: Well, listen, you've just given us a plethora of good tips and good direction here. And I really appreciate you uh, taking the time with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Mary. I really appreciate you having me.
0: Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today's Pocket, Be Polite.